Hey, Paul and Angie, Rachel, we just so honor you guys. We're so grateful for you, for who you are. It's countless times I hear from people going, but it's okay, Paul and Angie were there. Have you heard that before? Angie came around, or Paul called. So we just honor you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. Um, Yes, Andy asked me a couple of days ago, could I share something about Psalm 23? Psalm 23 is a a psalm as a kid. I was, I probably learned off by heart from the age of, you know, (laughs) whatever, um, being brought up in a a Christian home, which I really appreciate. And so, and sometimes when you do that sort of thing, it sort of washes over you a bit. And you don't actually come to appreciate it quite as much as you should do, maybe. So um, I was thinking, you know, in times of my life, I've got a lot of life behind me. You can tell, you see. see And that's caused by Rachel. Um, No, it's not. (laughs) And two others. (laughs) Andrew and and Amy. Um, And uh, I was trying to think of uh, instances where Psalm 23, perhaps has been, you know, up the front, you know, in the forefront of my mind. And uh, I couldn't think of any. I'm thinking, I must do. Maybe it's, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the senile stuff coming on, and I can't forget, I can't remember too much. But uh, yesterday morning, I had the privilege <coughs> of some sort uh, of having, uh, having to ha- go for an MRI scan. I don't know any, anybody here who's been for an MRI scan, but actually, they're really not very nice. Um, I, you may think, you know, I'm, I'm fairly laid back and sort of got it all sorted, but I tell you what, when you're in a tube that is about the size of your body, and all you can see in front of you downwards is your stomach, um, and not the light, <laughs> that's, my, that's my fault, nobody else's. Um, and I've, I'm deaf, as most of you probably know, I'm deaf. I'm quite deaf if I take my hearing aids out. And that means that I'm disorientated if I have to do that. And of course, my MRI scan is magnetic and I've got to do that. And then, I, and then they put hearing uh, earplugs in and, uh, you know, it's like, okay, uh, I'll deal with that. And then they put your head in a container almost and jam everything around your head so you can't actually move and just think about the fact that you can't move your head how how often are you moving your head as even as you're sitting how often are you moving yet you just you just want to do that just that that's all I wanted to do I wanted to lift it forward I, I wanted to move my, and I couldn't and I thought this is going to be difficult and I was really struggling and they have a panic she says here's the panic button <laughs> Angie very cynically said, they didn't tell you that it wasn't connected to anything, did they? <laughs> when, I got, when I got back in the car after Angie picked me up, I'm sure it was connected to something. Guys, if you're going to go for MRI, don't worry, it's going to be connected to something. Anyway, um, I, and uh, so I lay there and I thought, the only thing I can do here, I mean, the, the, the tunnel that you go into is literally there. That's all you can see. And it's so clean, you can't even... You can't even see spots that you can focus on. <laughs> you, know, you know what you're looking for. <laughs> you're looking for something that you can focus on and there's nothing because it's white. And so I closed my eyes. And for 15 minutes, I tried to keep my eyes closed. 
And it was quite funny because the first thing I did was start repeating Psalm 23. And I got through the first two verses. Okay. Completely forgot the third verse and got through the fourth, fifth and sixth. Okay. Um, And I just could not remember for the life of me what verse three was. It just went completely out of my mind. I just could not remember it. And uh, so I focused on, on actually verse 5, which is a really odd verse in, in the scheme of things. Verse 5 is the odd verse, isn't it? You know, you prepare a table um, in, you know, in the presence of my enemies. You know, a bit bizarre, isn't it? You know, and, and <laughs> it's just, okay, that might have meant something in, in, in the times of David, but to me that really doesn't mean anything. I don't know about you. Does it mean anything to you? It really didn't mean anything to me. And I couldn't, I was trying to figure out what it was actually about. And then, of course, I realized that actually the word enemies is not really perhaps the full word we may say as enemies today, but everything that comes up against us, whatever it might, might be, whether it is um, anxiety, depression, it could be physical people, um, things that come into your life that maybe distract. And God's saying here, look, I'm going to prepare you a table. Now that table is going to have good stuff on it because it's a feast. I'm going to prepare a table in front of you and I'm going to take your eyes off your enemies so that you can focus on the good things of me. That's what he's at, isn't it? It's nothing to do with the enemies, really. <laughs> it's to do what, with what God is giving you. What God is preparing for you. And then as I read back through the psalm, I'd got the ver- the verse 3 by this time. I was okay. <laughs> I don't know how many minutes I was into the, the scan at this point, but it's, it's all buzzing around you and shaking and all sorts of bizarre things. The one thing I felt was, because it's, it's uh, magnetic, I felt my wedding ring vibrating all the time and I'm thinking my finger's going to go somewhere along it <laughs> it's really weird but I wasn't going to take that off because that's precious you know as you concentrate on what's gone in the past and look what is now I love the psalm because it then takes you to this side and they surely goodness and mercy will follow me today no all Depends on which version you read, of course, as to how it's pronounced. All the days of my life. And then the end bit, the bit that's in the future. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I came out of the MRI scan thinking, actually, that's not too bad because it's over. But I was, I was very panicky when I was in there. There was a few times where I was thinking, I'm going to press this button because I am actually not doing very well here. So although people think sometimes I've got it all together, put me in a tube <laughs> with, <laughs> with my head not moving and I am just not there at all. But I also thought, you know, how, how it was white. So I couldn't do anything on the, you know, um, in the dark valley and so on, because <laughs> it wasn't, it was light, it was very white. 
But I did think about one thing in that um, in that verse four, where it, where it says, "You're you know, you're there beside me. Your rod and your staff comfort me." And and one of the things I thought, and I couldn't find one. I was going to get a broom from the back, but you know, think about a rod and a staff. Okay. What use is a rod and a staff? Let's take a walking stick, for example. You know, say you're going, you know, going up, walking up Cat Bells, Helvellyn or whatever um, this afternoon, whatever it is. And you've got a walking stick and you just hold it like that. Or if you say, well, it's got to be on the ground because that's what you do, isn't it? So you stick it on the ground and you let go of it. Well, that's not going to work either, is it? Because it's just going to fall over. With a walking stick, you've got to grab hold of it and you've got to plant it in front of you and use it to pull yourself along the next step. And the harder it goes, the more you need to rely on the walking stick. That's what they're there for. And the harder it goes, the more you need to rely on the fact that the Lord Jesus is standing right there beside you and he said, look, I've got my, I've got my rod here. I've got my staff just grab hold of it. That's what you need to do. And you just think, well, everybody tells me that. You know, everybody, it's a very trite thing to say. Well, sorry, it might be, but it's also still true. Wherever you're coming from. If you stand back from the person who's leading and just let them go on ahead, you get lost. The staff is no good anymore. You've got to follow behind or follow beside and grab hold of that staff. The Lord Jesus has got the staff. The staff is there for you to hold on to. The table is there in the presence of your enemies, whatever you're struggling with. And he says, concentrate on what's on the table. Concentrate on me. Concentrate on my rod and my staff because that's what's here for you. I gave myself for you. So just come and walk with me. Hold on to that staff that I'm, I'm holding because it's going to help you through. So I couldn't think of anything way back in my life, but that was just yesterday morning. And it really did help. You know, I, I, felt, I felt the MRI scanner was my enemy at the time. <laughs> it really was. Um, and, and, and just going through that, was really, really helpful. I don't know how, if anybody else feels like that this morning. But Andy's already said that, you know, there can be very dark times. Ali mentioned it too. But if you're going through one of those dark times, there are people sitting right beside you now that can actually help you. Because, you know, the Lord Jesus provides people to help you, doesn't he? Uh, this is what this is. This is this is the old uh, old coal taken out of the fire thing. You take a coal out of the fire and it just goes dull, but you leave it in the fire and it still keeps burning. And that's what the people beside you are about. So if there's anybody this morning feeling that that's what they need, then just reach out. That's what we're here for. And we let, let's extend that a little bit further. And let's say if there's anybody. Struggling with anything. There's obviously, in my case, <laughs> I wouldn't have been having an MRI scan if I was perfect. Well, when I say perfect, of course, I mean bodily perfect. I know I'm perfect in every other way, but I'm. 
Um, I don't like heckling from the back, you know. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not good. But you know, if there's anything physical that you need prayer for, let, let's just go for it. Why not? It's, it's one of those things that we've got to do. You know, the Lord Jesus says, you know, pray for each other. Pray for each other. Um, and I think this morning is a good opportunity. We're in a safe space, aren't we? If this wasn't a safe space, I don't know where else we would be. So we're in a safe space here. So if you're feeling that you need prayer, just just put your hand up. Let's let's go for it. Let's let's see what God can do. He's got a table spread with good things. Let's take hold of those good things. Let's remove the enemies and just concentrate on Him. Let's just pray. Father God, just this morning, thank you for once again reminding us of the of probably the one of the best known passages in the Bible that we sometimes say we know and, and, and that's it. But we just thank you that you are our good shepherd. You restore our souls and you provide us those good things on that table in front of us to remove from our sight the things that are going to tear us down. Father, we just pray this morning for everybody in the room whatever circumstances and physical we ask for physical healing i have a problem at the moment with my neck and my shoulder so father i pray for myself that you will come and and heal as only you can just thank you that that with a look and with a word you could heal um at Keswick Convention last night, we were t- they, the story of the, the, the leper. And he comes to Jesus and says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And f- the Lord Jesus says, and he says to all of us this morning, I am willing. Father, we just thank you that you are willing. Through the power of the Holy Spirit this morning, just pray for each one of us whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual healing that we need. Father, just come. Holy Spirit, descend on us now. As we take hold of the good things of the Lord Jesus. In his name. Amen. Amen. Paul, thank you so much. Isn't it funny where growing up, if somebody's vulnerable, you'd maybe, well, growing up, I was thought, if you're vulnerable, then you'd think, somebody will think less of me. But Paul, I think more of you now from that vulnerability and that honesty.